Today's episode of the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West is brought to you by All About You DJ. Let All About You DJ host your next wedding party or event. All About You DJ specializes in wedding receptions as well as any other private parties, including birthdays, engagement parties, school dances, or any other special event you may need a DJ for. We work with you to ensure that your entertainment is perfect for your event. At All About You DJ, your event is not only important to you, but it is also important to us. We want to make it memorable for all of those involved. All About You provides everything you need to make your wedding the event of your dreams, from dazzling photo booths to ensure your event is one your guests will never forget, to gorgeous uplighting to make your wedding photos pop. All About You offers several packages to fit your needs. You can even ask for me, The Rob, to host your party. Check out our five-star reviews on Google and on Facebook.com slash DJ. Give us a call at 812-402-0610 or check us out online at AllAboutYouDJ.com. Did that? And today's show brought to you by Spuds and Stuff. People still ask me all the time if I was being serious on the radio about those Philly cheesesteaks. The mm-hmm. answer, as Maddie knows, yep. it's a big old yes. I would not lie to you about a Philly cheesesteak, and nobody in this city knows Philly cheesesteaks better than me, except for maybe Jason at Spuds and Stuff. He makes the best one in town, and I stand by that statement. He used to bring me in to, throughout his process to like kind of fine-tune the yep. Phillies, all the herbs and seasoning, and we got it perfect. Um, what he wound up with was sheer perfection. Try it for yourself if you don't believe me. And don't forget those delicious spuds. 2403 Washington Avenue on Evansville's east side and their location at 41 in Boonville, New Harmony has just reopened. They're now hiring for drivers at both locations. And if you would like to advertise on the Rob's Podcast with Medi West, please email the Rob's Podcast at gmail.com. What's up? It's been a week. Maddie West. What's up? Welcome it back. It has been a whole week. It's been a week. Thankfully, just one this time, though. Yeah, back again. How has your week been? It's been the same as, like, I feel like the last four (laughs) months-ish. Not doing much. Up to your eyeballs and wedding stuff? (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, that too. Not doing much. A lot of time at home. We've recently started doing a lot of, like, um, home DIY and home renovations and stuff. I I think we got so bored in quarantine that we were just like, oh, well, let's just paint some stuff. That was that was us. It wasn't let's just paint some stuff. Ours was we need to stay on our fence. Right. So we did that. Yeah. Ours was we have a tree that's been dead for a year in our front yard, a big tree too. We had uh we had ship come and help chop it down. Yeah. What else did we got our hot tub up and running? Like it was it was a productive week, but it was, you know, it was um that's basically what we started doing just because we're getting so close to the wedding now and then we go on a honeymoon that the next few weeks are gonna be so busy that we were just like, well, we're not going to get around to all this stuff anytime soon. So if we want it done, we need to like crank it out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So that's kind of what we've been doing. A majority of it's painting and just small things here and there. We have a, we have a big thing that happened in our house. Uh-oh. Um, it was like the day after my parents left. Yeah. Our air conditioner started acting up. Oh, no. I've been there. And you know, I was there right after I bought a house. Here's the thing. It's like, yes, it's annoying. And mm-hmm. yes, it's expensive. And yeah. yes, it's really, really hot in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at this fork in the road yeah. where we don't know if we should fix the air conditioner we have, mm-hmm. which would say we'll put the ballpark of $1,000. Okay. Or I believe our air conditioner is about 16 years old. It's getting up there. Should we just... Air conditioner years. Should we spend like four times that much and just yeah. get an all new one. Ooh, that's a tough decision. And it's so, I get, this is stuff I hate about being a grown up. Right. I hate this. Like, well, I mean, you know, I had to get a whole new one. I spent, uh, it wasn't near, it wasn't like anywhere near a thousand dollars to replace or to, to fix mine, but we did spend a few hundred to fix it and then had to end up replacing it anyway. 
Really? So that's just the way I look at it. I'm like, just go ahead, spend the money and do it. We did it. And um, obviously I don't regret it. My house is nice and cool and um, hot in the winter. <laughs> okay. so it's doing its job. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got a... But it's a lot of money to spend. Uh, yeah. We borrowed a wall AC unit. So our bedroom's nice and cool. Right. But everywhere else is just a sweat box right now. Yeah. And it's, it's awful. Yeah. So Yeah. And window AC units aren't very efficient either. Mm, that's it's true. Gonna, it's going to jack your bill up a little bit. Yeah. So we're at this. I'm, I don't know. We're, I'm, we're still like figuring out like yesterday I wanted, I think, to just fix the one we have. Yeah. But now that I'm doing more research, I'm mm-hmm. like, boy, the average life of an air conditioning unit, I might as well just maybe. Yeah. I think ours was 20 years old and we were like, just replace it. Yeah. Because in the next couple of years, we're going to have to do it anyway. I think Google said like the average lifespan is like 13 to 20 years or something. Yeah. So, yeah I think ours was 20. So it's frustrating, but. Um, how, what else is happening? And all that's just happening like during COVID. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really getting sick and tired of the audacity that things keep having to keep going wrong. <laughs> like dust storms and murder hornets in COVID. Like I'm going to need everyone to take a seat. <laughs> dust storms, murder Wait hornets in COVID. Oh my. Wait your turn. Uh, it seems like everything that's inconvenient happens when you're like broke and like stuck in your house. Yeah. Like you're stuck in your house and your air conditioner goes out. That's 2020. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> like that in, in a nutshell is like the most 2020 thing to happen in that situation. Where are we? Are you three weeks out from my wedding? Yeah. Uh, I like how I have to look at my watch. <laughs> like I don't like know the exact <laughs> number of days about two and a half. Two and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah two. Well, two, well, two and, weeks tomorrow. Two weeks tomorrow. Yeah, two and some change. So that's yeah. exciting. I know. It's, I get a little bit scared. <laughs> well, you saw me coming here today. I, I had my hair done, like as my wedding trial. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I had to like go there, and then my hairdresser does my hair, and I say like I like it, or I say we're gonna try this again in a couple weeks or whatever. Well, we don't have a couple weeks now, but we're gonna try this again later. Um, and then I had to like rip all of my hair out. <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> so no I, one could see it. <laughs> I had to see your pre-wedding hair. Yeah, you did. I was did. on the short list. Yeah, you yeah. got to see what Ken's going to see when he walks down the aisle. Yeah. Only no dress. Unfortunately, I'm just in a Raiders t-shirt and leggings, <laughs> which Kent would not be mad about seeing walk down the aisle either. <laughs> the wedding dress is for you guys. It's, right. not, it's not for us. <laughs> he, would be, he would just be proud of, that Raiders were somehow part of the wedding day. Is the, are, are we on track? Is everything good to go? Yeah, everything's good. Uh, like I said, I've, I've done like all the final plans with all my caterers, DJ, stuff like that. Like I finalized everything. And uh, now it's just a waiting game until it's time to go. Are, I'm is a little there, bit scared. What are you scared of? I think the thing I worry about the most for the actual day of the wedding is Woodson. I think that's what's consuming a majority of my time to the point where I don't have time to worry about anything else because I just don't. It sounds really bad. I don't want to have to mom the whole time. Oh, I guess you. You know what I mean? And um, he's, I mean, he's two years old. Yeah. He's really hard to keep entertained. Um, what's the plan? He obviously sees me and Kent and I'm so worried. He's just going to want to be with us all night, which I mean, he's my son. I expect that, but mama wants to let loose. (laughs) Like someone shield my son's eyes. I'm going to bong the spear. So what (laughs) what do you do when you have a two year old at your wedding? Uh, so I have a family friend that's going to watch him for, cause I didn't want to ask a family member to watch him during the wedding because I was, I didn't want them to have to miss anything. And I mean, it's only 20 minutes long. You know what I mean? Like we're going to get in there, get it done and leave. And so I have a family friend and her daughter is going to come along. She's a teenager and she's babysat for us a couple times now. And so she's just going to come entertain him during the ceremony. Okay. And what about the reception? (laughs) 
That's what I mean. She's oh. going to stay with him all night. Oh. And, and chase him around, and I'll have, like, So a will little... he be at the venue? Yep. Okay. Yep. I... It sound, again, it sounds really bad. I kind of wish he could be the ring bearer because he's the ring bearer. And then I kind of wish he could like leave. <laughs> it's, it's so honest though. I know, I know. And I feel really bad, but it's just like, he is just- Is he the ring bearer? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm like, thank you, honey. Bye. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it sounds off. really bad to say that, but at his age, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he doesn't care. Um, but obviously like I want him to enjoy that day with us as well. I just know he's, I mean, he's two years old. That, that yeah. enough said he's crazy. He's hard to entertain. So um, where will he be after his, after he walks down the aisle, will he be standing up there with you guys? No, no. So I'll have the family friend that I'm talking about and she's just going to take him out of the ceremony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's going to leave. He doesn't get to see mommy and daddy get married. Sorry, honey. We'll show show you pictures later. I thought about trying to keep him entertained there and try to keep him like, like her just kind of take a seat on the end and try to keep him entertained. Uh I mean, like I said, it's only 20 minutes, 20 minutes in toddler minutes. Absolutely. is like six hours. Yeah. And so, and obviously I can't have any kind of like video playing or anything that's distracting. Um, I guess I could like feed him candy for 20 minutes straight, but then you're just really asking for hell come reception time when he's like hopped up on candy. And so I think I haven't even discussed this with her yet, but Kent and I were talking. I was like, I think at least he walks down she can maybe try to keep him entertained. Oh, you just have to see what his mood is that day because yeah. he's a toddler. And I, um, I like that idea. Then, like, give him a shot. Yeah. And then if he starts acting, oh, cool. I'm kicking him out right away. <laughs> no, nope. I can see. So, can someone get that screaming toddler out <laughs> of here? Whose baby is that that keeps crying for mommy? Because I told Kent, especially because he is such like an attention hog. Um, I told Kent when he sees mom and dad up there getting married. All the attention's on us. Everyone's quiet. He's going to be like, I want to be up there. That's my time. You know what I mean? Yeah, these are my people. Yep, mom and dad are up there, and everyone's talking at them, and everyone's looking at them, and they're looking at each other and talking to each other. I need to be... I mean, I try to cook dinner, and he's like in between my legs. Like, mommy, mommy, you know? And I love him to death. Sure. But get out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what about like dinner time? Again, the, I've got the girl for the whole evening, and then that night he will go with Kent's family members home for the so, evening. So for the rece- he won't be at the reception. He'll be there for a little bit until it's bedtime for him. So okay, so dinner time. Yeah. Where will he eat at the yeah. head table? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't think about that. I think she'll just be with him all night, and okay. she'll feed him, and she'll just kind of be in charge of all that. Whatever you're really paying about that, that girl is not enough. I know. <laughs> I know. I asked her like what her hourly wage was when I first started like babysitting. And then I texted her mom because I'm, I'm really good friends with her mom. We used to work together. And like I said, she's like 17. It's like, not it's like, at the radio station, correct? <laughs> correct. No, I, I worked with her at this lawn care company I worked at. <laughs> and um, I was like, you know, what do you think's fair for like a teenager to stay with a toddler, not just any toddler, my toddler <laughs> who i mean you know me yeah it's a very small version of me <laughs> like just really hard to entertain gets bored easy is always hungry it's me small and doesn't really um want to listen i just <laughs> now that i am a father and i don't have a two-year-old but i've got I, it's just not enough I whatever know. it is not i know enough. i could literally like amputate my leg and i still <laughs> would feel some kind of guilt so then, okay, so I took him to the venue once and he wants to ride the elevator nonstop. 
And like, if you keep him on the elevator all night, he will be content. <laughs> I promise you. But there, there's all the, the buttons elevator. in the elevator. He called the cops last time we were there. Did he? Yes. He pushed the thing in the elevator. That's help. And I'm like, why did they put that right at little baby level? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's for when, like, if you fall on the ground, if you're down on the ground, you can reach the help button easier. But so, it's also prime spot for a toddler to push. What happens when you put, I never even know what happens when you push that. They're like connecting you to an operator. To cancel, press this, and then you're like... Oh, so you can, you can yeah, cancel it? you can cancel That's it. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, at least... Either that or they have a faulty system. <laughs> you never know how it is. Yeah, I know. Um... So then what about like after dinner when like the dance floor is open? Then that's probably when he'll go home. Because okay. I mean, he usually goes to bed and he's going with Ken's family members and they and they don't um, necessarily like party a whole lot. Some of them do, some of them don't. And so the the ones that don't, I'm like, well, you know, and they're like, we'll probably be ready to go to bed anyway. And so yeah. I'm like, just, okay, here he is. Sweet. And so I was kind of worried about that because I was like, who's going to have him on the wedding night? Because like mama's trying to break it down. Yeah. And like- Trust me, uh, I, every other day of the week, I'm trying to break it down. I got a kid. It just don't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to like have a hotel room somewhere in Evansville. Uh, we haven't decided yet. And then we'll probably just go back to that because we don't want to go back home. Yeah. We went to a hotel. Yeah. It just makes it more spicy. Yeah. It's nice to like, I want the neighbors sex to hear. in a different place. <laughs> I want the neighbors to hear. I want to walk in there in my wedding dress and then be like, I hope we're staying next to them tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and plus all of our friends from out of town and family from out of town, we're going to try to stay at the place where a majority of them That's, are staying. We did like a, one of those, like uh, you can get like good rates if you book everyone in this one. Right, yeah. Then like every 10 but rooms it's of course after we all go to the strip club. <laughs> are you going on your wedding night? Yeah. Kit and I decided yesterday that we're Shut gonna, up. Yeah, unless we get like way too tore down at, which is very possible. <laughs> unless we get way too drunk at the reception. That, I'm like, can you imagine walking into scores in my wedding dress? You're really going to do that? Iconic. It is kind of iconic. It's, I'm t- it's either that and, or t- like tattoos. Like you've got to do something to really, really seal the deal other than just legally getting married. I guess maybe we did it wrong then. Maybe. I mean, we had, we had an awesome. Well, you guys had a honeymoon. You did all, you did your That's celebrating. True. We're just starting it just a little bit early with naked people. <laughs> Fair enough. And then you, uh, your bachelorette party. It's coming up. When's that? Yeah. We leave this weekend. This weekend? Yeah. So, so we'll leave here in a bit and we're going to go to Nashville and oh, your mom got the Airbnb. Yes. It's a really cool Airbnb, really cool condo. And, um, we're not, I say we're not bar hopping. I want to go there with an open mind, but I know a majority of Nashville's closed down my mindset and several of my other friends mindset is, Hey, we don't want to go to the bar because of risk of exposure. Even if we're social distancing, even if we're wearing masks, it's just not worth it. I don't know, but like talk to me in 10 beers and I'll be like, we're going to the strip club. You know what I mean? So it's just, but we got like a pedal bar. So we're going to do like a pedal bar one day. You know, those things that you like ride around on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's just with your small group. We're also doing like a pole dancing class, which I think will be really fun. Are you really? Yeah. And oh my God, I cannot wait to see my mom in a oh, pole dancing class. I'll send you some snaps. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be a sight. <laughs> yeah. And like, she's bringing her best friend too. And I'm like, oh my God, the two of them in a pole dancing class together is going to be, I'm going to go viral on TikTok again. <laughs> is it's Brooke going? Be, yes. Brooke was going to be there. And is she um, going to drink beer? Did you drink beer last night? <laughs> yeah. She'll probably drink beer. I know. I'm already worried. I'm already worried. Cause, um, my bridesmaids, obviously the hype this week leading up to the bachelorette party, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And they're thinking of really more reckless things to do. Like now tequila's involved. 
I'm, I'm just like, gonna say, don't want to like just be careful. Oh, I do absolutely. I if, can't risk something before the wedding. I, I mean, just so you know, if if one of you gets exposed, right, then it's all of us. It's your whole everyone you care about, literally, literally, is going to get exposed. Right. No, just I know. Remember that. I know. I know. So, it's really scary. Just be careful. It's scary. It's a weird we have, time. I know. I know. It's so weird. Who would have thought that my bachelorette party would we would be like we're not going to the bars. Well, We're going to avoid the strip club. I mean, w- My mom's like, can we hire strippers? This is how she worded it. She said, would it be okay to hire strippers to come to the, the, the house if allowed? And then I, I, it took me a second to respond. And she's like, they'll be female, of course. That was my next question. <laughs> like was, she, was, which- she was like really trying to like convince me. <laughs> she's like, they'll be girls. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. They would not, I, don't, I don't want male strippers. I think that's weird too. I don't want anything shaken in my face unless it's boobs. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Hashtag that. Or an ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming up this weekend. Yes. Um, that's exciting. And then, yeah, after that, we're only two weeks away. Yeah, look at that. And my whole family's going to Florida after my bachelorette party. They're just going to keep the party going. They're not taking you? No, I just decided not to go. Again, just Might be smart. risking everything, especially Florida right now. Is like it seems like every awful. day we're doing more to pull back right. on COVID. Yeah. Well, and especially places like Nashville and Florida, like they're kind of like in the process of going backwards again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, and Kent wouldn't be able to go because he's obviously taking vacation for the honeymoon. And so I was just like, I don't think I'm going to go. Look at you. I know. I'm like, I already had Nashville and like that, that's enough. Okay. You know, I just feel like there's more to it. What? Like there are more to why you're not going to Florida. Oh no, literally that's it. Just don't like, go? because Kent, and I don't want to like drive 10 hours with a toddler. That sounds really freaking awful. Oh, you, oh, you'd be taking, yeah, okay, we would gotcha. have to be dry. That's yeah, true. we would have to drive. I guess I wouldn't have to, but I would feel, I would want him to go to the beach. I'm excited for him to go to the beach for the first time, but I want Kent to be there when that happens, you know, and I just want it to be like, gotcha. And we're about to go to the beach for our honeymoon and it would literally be. And then when Kent gets back, when we get back from the honeymoon, Kent has to go do training in California. And so it would literally be like the next three weeks of us just doing nothing but traveling. That's just a lot. And yeah. so I was like, we'll just take this little break in between bachelorette and honeymoon and chill. So that's there what you we're go. Doing. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Well, I want to take this time and let you know that today's show is brought to you by State Farm Agent Mary Rokiki. Well, let me tell you, if you're looking for uh, auto insurance, renter's insurance, homeowner's insurance, or life insurance, definitely talk to my State Farm Agent Mary Rokiki. If you have uh, any of those policies with somebody else and you think you might be able to get a better deal, talk to the best. Talk to Mary. For the past 11 years, I've been trusting State Farm Agent Mary Rokiki with my personal insurance needs. And my favorite thing about it has been how she treats her clients like family. Mary has always been in my corner looking out for me, making sure I'm getting the best rates possible. I know I can trust Mary just like a good neighbor. In fact, now's a great time to talk to Mary because starting in July, State Farm just had another auto rate decrease. State Farm is the number one auto insurer. Getting a quote from Mary is always free and takes about 10 minutes. Find out how much those 10 minutes can save you and your family. Call Mary at 812-473-2863. I'm so glad that I did. That's my trusted State Farm agent, Mary Rokiki. 812-473-2863. Rokiki. 
And today's show is also brought to you by Gooden Consulting. If you are a tri-state business owner, especially lately, I'm sure you know how difficult it can be to keep everything going when your computers, networks, servers, and IT are not working properly. Gooden Consulting wants to take those stresses off of your plate and be your friend in the IT world. Gooden Consulting oversees the IT for many businesses here in Evansville so that those companies don't have to worry about their networks failing, data breaches, computer viruses, secure backup, and much more. Gooden Consulting offers 24-7 system monitoring, providing you a true peace of mind, less downtime for you as they identify and solve problems oftentimes before they even happen, fewer disruptions as they can provide most services remotely and overnight, as well as predictable budgeting as they will work with you to create a monthly flat rate for an all-inclusive IT service that monitors all of your company's hardware and software. Even if you're working from home, Good and Consulting can keep your machines and information safe by establishing and maintaining reliable VPNs. Join the growing number of tri-state doctor's offices, dentist offices, law firms, realty groups, and other local businesses that have let Good and Consultant be their friend in the IT world. Call Cody at 812-402-0611 or visit goodandconsulting.com. Tell Cody you heard it here on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West. Get a free $50 gift card. Woohoo! And yeah, if you want to advertise on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, go ahead and send an email to the Rob's Podcast at gmail.com. And you know you do. All right, so I saw some things in the news I want to talk to you about. I can't wait. I've broken them down into categories. Cool. I want to start with some celebrity stuff. Okay. I enjoyed talking to you at the end of the last episode yeah. about... Poopgate. Yes. <laughs> Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yeah. How their divorce trial has just been the circus of the century. Yeah. Literally publicizing. Like, I didn't know that, like, any of that would be worth mentioning in, like, divorce court, but I guess it is. Um, and I love how public everyone's been with it because I, I think that they kind of have this motive that, like, they're trying to make the other person look really bad and, like, they both just look horrible. So <laughs> that, that's true. And that's, like, you see this on, like, a small scale right. on, like, social media. Yeah. Like, I love, my favorite thing on social media is, like, when, with, like, single moms will try to, like, make their baby daddy look like pieces of garbage. Right, like they're not going to get back with them next week. Or, like, okay, <laughs> why did you have a baby with someone who's such right. a piece of garbage? Yeah, like, and they're that, like, he's always been this way since the beginning. It makes me like, think that oh, you're in, like, the only right. person that makes look bad, because I don't know who you're talking about. Right, yeah. I just know you. Yeah. And you look like an idiot when you right. do this. Yeah. So I feel like they're kind of going through this, but I love how, so there was the poop on the bed yes. last week. Yes. This time it comes out, not only are oh, they oh, poop, there's more. they're pooping everywhere, what, oh, they're oh, peeing everywhere. Oh, we're peeing? Yeah, so there was the poop on the bed. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Back when Johnny and Amber heard there. We still don't know who pooped on the bed. All right. So Johnny and Amber were renting a place in Australia in 2015. Okay. Johnny went on a bender according to page six. Okay. Like what? Like drugs and alcohol? That's what a bender usually implies. Okay. And ended up being escorted off the property, but he told security he had to go back to the bathroom before he left. Okay. According to Amber, quote, he went back inside and peed right in front of them to nervous laughter. He was trying to write my name on the walls and carpet while peeing in the house. At least he's creative. And then I saw this. By the way, for so what it's worth. So now I think he might be the bed pooper. I don't know. I still think if it was Amber. Okay. okay. Personally. So then Johnny's estate manager testified that he did not see or smell urine, nor did the people who cleaned up after him. That's worth mentioning too. Okay. So then there's a guy who found the. I guess Johnny Depp cut off the tip of his finger. I did see that. Well, when he was throwing a Amber <laughs> oh, no. threw a vodka bottle at him. And it cut off the top of his finger. And Johnny wrote with his bloody nub. Uh, 
<laughs> I love you on a mirror in his own blood. This is the weirdest. Like, My fingers is- hurt. <laughs> that would be so uncomfortable. Listen, I have like a bad owie. <laughs> On my finger right now, and if you touch it, I would cry. Okay, so I've got to be pretty deep in that tequila or that vodka bottle. If I'm writing with a bloody finger, ugh. Does it almost mean you feel like these two are meant to be together, though? That's what I kind of was saying. I'm like, if she's pooping in the bed, he's peeing Dude, on the floor. If, if he's Sounds peeing, like a match made If in he's heaven. writing her name in his pee on the wall. And she. Writing I love you in his blood on the mirror. And she's pooping in his bed like, you guys There's are. nothing toxic about that. No, you guys are probably, <laughs> you guys are probably the perfect fit. That's what I'm saying. When you zig, she zags. The, the yin to his yang. So True I just want I want to talk about Me and that. Kent really got to step it up. And then if they're listening to this and I get home tonight and there's not poop in my bed. <laughs> you ain't a real one. <laughs> he writes I love you. In poop? <laughs> in poop on the mirror. <laughs> so. It honestly sounds like something Woodson would do. I'm not even joking. So when I started doing the prep for this show, yeah. And now as we prepare as now we're performing the show. Yeah. My tone has kind of changed on this story. Okay. I don't know how to address it. Okay. But we should talk about Kanye West. I'm so glad you brought this up. Let's talk about I'm it. I'm so glad. So he had his first political rally. I believe this was over the weekend. In South Carolina. Yeah. It went down at the uh, Exquist Event Center in North Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, let's see. Attendees had to wear a mask and sign a COVID liability form. Uh, it didn't, Kanye didn't have a podium. It sounded like he didn't have a speech prepared. Oh. Um, he started talking about, uh, his, he almost aborted their his first, first child. What, North. Right. Yeah. Um, he said, quote, even when my wife wants to divorce me after the speech, she brought North into this world. Even when I did not want to, she stood up and protected that child. Um, mm. let's see. Uh, there's more stories too. He started, he lost it and started crying saying, quote, I almost killed my daughter. I almost killed my daughter. I love my daughter. He took shots at Harriet Tubman. I saw that. He said, quote, never actually freed the slaves. She just Mm. had them work for other white people. Mm. He ranted about how he should be on the board of Adidas and the gap said he's pro guns because shooting stuff is fun. Said he won't challenge pharmaceutical companies because they would kill him. He had 2020 shaved into the back of his head. Uh, Kim Kardashian is said to be furious that she that he shared well, the abortion hello. story. Yeah. That's just the first report. I was going to say, then he went on like this, because I follow him on Twitter. He mm-hmm. went on this huge Twitter rampage as well. So a lot of these tweets have been deleted, but some of mm-hmm. them say, uh, Kim was off to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up, yeah. like on the movie Get Out, because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. Uh, he accused Chris Jenner of trying to lock him up. He said NBC locked up Bill Cosby. <laughs> if I get locked up like Mandela, y'all know why. Then he randomly shared. Do Michael- you know who locked up Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby, right? Bill Cosby locked up <laughs> just, Bill Cosby. Just, just for clarification. <laughs> um, then he randomly shared Michael Jackson's black or white music video, which, to be fair, is a great music video. Uh, let's why, see. Why did he do that? Maddie, why? <laughs> you just see what I- <laughs> that's what that's what made me question. Okay. Well, in the middle of this crazy breakdown, he shared that music video well, I, with no explanation. Well, because I get the black or white. I I guess I kind of see what he's going for. Then he started talking about Shia LaBeouf, how he's supposed to shoot for his gap line, but never showed up. He talked about uh, so he's going to focus on his music now. His next album is supposed to come out uh, today. Yeah, I heard called that. Donda. 
Um, Which is his Dave, mother's name. Dave Chappelle flew out to Wyoming to try to check on him, but apparently that didn't go well either. Oh, yeah, because it's Dave Chappelle. Why are we sending him to like a rally? So then earlier today, I saw that Kim made a statement about I this. I did see that too, yeah. And I think that it's valid. Yeah. And we may be witnessing someone in the midst of a, like a sincere mental breakdown. Seriously, we are. So I kind of want to be careful, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, we're sitting here and like we're laughing and stuff like that, but... I'm just laughing at the, I'm I'm reporting the story and I'm not making jokes. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that, I mean, he is diagnosed bipolar disorder. Um, And I agree with what you said that, you know, even though like we sit here and we can't wrap our minds around it, we're like, dude, he makes no sense. Like, what is he saying? This is, why would you say that? He is in the middle of just losing his mind. It almost makes me or sad. an episode, yeah. And like, it also- I love me, Kanye. I've the, always loved Kanye. I'll go as far as to say, I I don't like Kanye's music. Mm-hmm. I love Kanye's, his yeah. old music. Right, yeah. I'm talking like the first four albums up to like Yeezus. Yeah. That's like maybe five or six albums. They're mm-hmm. brilliant. Right. They're on a different level. Kanye is an incredible artist. He always has been. And then like the, I feel like the breakdown kind of like, or at least the crack started to show. Yeah. Kind of around that Taylor Swift time. Yeah, it was definitely like after Yeezus, uh, Life of Pablo era. Like that was, a, yes. It was right then where he had to cancel a bunch of shows. Um, and then he was in the hospital for a while because of like exhaustion. But turns out he was like, like being psychotic, yeah. you know, or having an episode, a manic episode or whatever, a bipolar episode. And yeah, then had to cancel the rest of his Life of Pablo tour. And like you said, that's right around the time where everybody was like, Okay. Yeah. Like he's always been Kanye. He's always been kind of like, you know, quick at the mouth and just like outspoken and, 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 and exotic and in his way of thinking. Yeah. yeah and, controversial and, just, and very unique in his way of thinking to where you either think he's ridiculous or you think he's brilliant. I've always thought that he was incredibly brilliant, but, but I also think that right now he's not, he, I think he's really trying to keep that same mentality of just like, this is Kanye and this is what I do. And this is like how I, you know, become, this is how I became Kanye was doing stuff like this. I don't think he recognizes that it's so much different than all like the brilliancy he had before. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I know you were a little young for Nirvana and Kurt Cobain and stuff, but like there's some people who, um, they don't take to fame very well. Right. And like where, where Kurt kind of just didn't like it. There's some people who kind of, um, implode like Charlie Sheen. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, where it's just like, it's not good for you right, to, yeah. th- to have this success. Yeah. I do think that there's like a really fine line between, uh, genius and madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know in the movie Definitely. private parts, Howard Stern had a quote that really stuck with me because being misunderstood is the fate of all true geniuses. Mm-hmm. And I look at what's going on and I think that both things can be true. Like I think he can be a genius and I think it can be completely mad. Yeah. Like, well, like kind of like I was saying, I think that he is really thinking that he's still being genius. And I think he's being mad. I think he's always been genius. And I think now it's crossed that fine line into madness. And so before when he would do crazy stuff like this, never to this extent, obviously people were like, yeah, it's Kanye. He's a genius. And it all makes sense. And it all like after a while you judge it first. And after a while, all the pieces come together and you're like, dude, he's a genius. Yeah. Now I think we're getting into that category of madness, manic. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Like, I remember that first time, like, cause his first three, four 
almost even five albums were like, they were kind of poppy mm-hmm. and like, they were definitely like hip hop. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but they were really easy to like the pop audience to listen right, to. Yeah. Then Yeezus happened. Yeah. And when I heard Yeezus the I first time, I was so disappointed. I didn't like it at yeah, first. Same. And then like, I kept it in my CD player mm-hmm. and I just kind of, I kind of kept at it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, it was, it only took like a week or a few weeks where it's like, God, yeah. this is good. Well, it was so different than anything Kanye had done before. And I remember I bought the Yeezus album. I was so excited. Me like, too, you bought know, day one. Yeah. And do you remember what it looked like? Yeah, the clear with like the little- It had no liner notes. Right. It, didn't, you just, it was just a clear. blank CD yeah, with, with no- with a little red tag on it. it. Looked I like, still have it in my car. Yeah. Or in Ken's car. And there's nothing to identify the disc on it. Right, yeah. I remember it had like a little orange sticker on it yep. just to make sure it was sealed. Yep. It was so weird. Yeah. And like, I didn't, I was just like, he's really phoning it in now. Yeah. And then, and then I heard the album and I was like, this is just weak. I know. I remember listening to it for the first time and I was just like, and then Kanye, this ain't it. And then I was like, and, and then I never buy CDs. You have to understand. I never physically buy CDs. Yeah. I always did. Like when I do, that's like something I am geeked up for. Same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I never buy them. So the fact that even, even though it was a few years ago and you know, obviously like music and stuff and the way you get it has progressed a lot since then. Like for me to physically walk up into Target or Walmart and buy a CD, it just doesn't happen very often. Yeah. I, I was the same way. I was just like really disappointed. Yeah, there's very there's only a handful of artists that I'll do that for, yeah. but he's one. Right. Eminem's one. The Weeknd is one yeah, for sure. me. And Kanye is one for me. But I will say, boy, by my math, everything after uses has really taken a dump. I liked Life of Pablo. That one I haven't heard in its entirety, and the reason and is you can't find it. You can't find you it. It's so see, he's just being weird again. Yeah, he's it's like, just weird. Well, he again, like he he, it's kind of almost like annoying because it's like he just thinks it's that very he's, annoying. He's reached this level of fame where he can just like release an album that doesn't have any words on it, you know, or a CD. Like <laughs> did he and, do that? Well, the Yeezus CD. Like he he can just had like, words. No, like, um, oh, like the, oh, like printed the, words. Yeah, like the okay. disc. Like yeah. he can just be like, oh, well, everybody's gonna know that's Kanye's album. Yeah, you know what I mean. And sometimes that's a little entitled, and I don't like that. No, I'm totally but, with you. You know, so you seem to be in agreement that we are witnessing someone. Yeah, absolutely, we are. There's also like, there's the mentality that I also kind of think that Kanye might employ, where I think that in a Michael Jackson kind of way, I think he likes it. Mm-hmm. Like Michael got beaten up by the press, right? And um. This, he would be a tabloid star. Yeah. But after Michael passed away, it kind of became well known that he fed that. Mm-hmm. He gave the press things. He right. wanted that weird, he liked being that enigma. Yeah. And I think Kanye is kind of taking a page out of Michael's book in yeah. a little bit, but I also think he's totally breaking down. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, like, for him to be releasing an album this Friday, too, you kind of wonder, like, is he doing this? because he's releasing the album and he's really drawing attention to himself or is the fact that he's been working on this album and channeling that artistic side of him, put him into a manic episode. So I have been wrong before. Yeah. Namely boy. Do I remember a time on the radio when I was like, yo, y'all need to shut up and listen to <laughs> Jussie Smollett. Cause he's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> he was not telling the truth. No, he was not telling the truth. Like, we got to stop victim shaming yeah. and victim blaming. And we got to hear this guy out. Y'all are being racist. And I, and I was like, and it was like yeah. the next day I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I do remember that. Oh crap. I remember us talking so about that. Like, dude. I've been had before, Yeah, yeah. but I think we're witnessing somebody I have, so. <laughs> have a mental breakdown. I think so too. And I just want to say sad. as a fan, dude, get better, bro. I know because I would love and, to have that that genius 
at work again. Right, yeah, and like Kim said, I mean, in her statement, she was like, listen, I can't just lock him up. He has to agree to it. He's an adult. Yeah. I can't just, like, Take like, can over. you imagine if like your significant other made a statement like that? Right. Like I can't, I can't just lock up my husband. Right. <laughs> like imagine if just you just do it a sneaky way, marry him, have their baby. Like what if you, you lock him up if you for saw life? Kent posting on social media, which by the way, imagine Kent had more social media followers than literally anyone else on right. the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, dude, I can't lock Maddie up. Like I know that she's crazy. Listen, he thinks it on the daily. I know. <laughs> Imagine if he actually posted it. Like, that's just, I don't know. I wanted I to get your vibe on that. And I'm yeah, I think about he's it. in the middle of um, what might be a, something he can't ever come back from. And that's really sad. Well, he might be able to come back from it, but I think he's going through something deep that... I think, like, mentally he'll be able to come back from it. I don't know if his reputation and the whole, like, running for president thing, it's just like he's he's making a joke of himself. And I see so many people retweeting his stuff on social media, thousands and thousands. And I'm like, they're literally doing it because you sound ridiculous. Hey, they're doing it to make fun of you. And while we're talking about the presidential thing, I'm going to say this between Kanye, <laughs> Trump, and That's- Biden. I have Kanye at second place <laughs> of the three who would get my votes. I'll let you guys piece the rest of it together. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've ever he's not even. I don't even think he's the worst of the three. I don't think so either. Uh, we were talking about uh, your son earlier. Yeah. And how it can be... Uh, a handful mm-hmm. to have just one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want a list of celebrities who have a ton of kids? Yeah, for sure. All right. I got 10 of them here. Okay. We're going to go in, ex- uh, we're going to get higher every time. Holy moly, okay. You know James Vanderbeek? No. Dawson from Dawson's Creek? Yes. He's got five kids. Okay, that's a, that's a lot of children. That's a lot of kids. That's four more than I have. Madonna's got six. Really? Diddy's got six. Wow. And one of them, I think, is like recruiting girls for. Remember, didn't he like steal one of his gir- one of his son's yes, girlfriends? I did see that. That's got to be his favorite son, right? Right. That'd be my favorite one. Oh my gosh, Ken's gonna do that to Woodson one day. Chris Jenner <laughs> has six. Yep. Lauren Hill has six. Who's that? From the Fugees, Lauren Hill. Oh. That thing. That thing. Oh, okay. That, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. you know yeah. Lauren Hill. I'm man. That ma- I'm sorry. That makes me feel old. Uh, you so are old. Around 2000, <laughs> she was maybe the biggest rapper on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, had the biggest rap album that year for sure. Was like the Grammy darling that year, but I cool. guess you were probably a little young. I was a little young. Uh, Future, you know him? Yeah, he's got so many baby mamas. He's, how many kids does he have? I think six or seven. He's got seven or eight. One's in dispute. Imagine. <laughs> Rod Stewart has eight kids. Oh my gosh, Rod, come down. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Has, he has more than eight kids. He's got ten. We still have two more names to go through. <laughs> Ten kids? Dog the, out of your mind. Dog the bounty hunter. No. No, he has a bunch of kids. I would have never known that. He's got a dozen. He's got 12 of them. That is just... And there's still one more name on the list. Freaking bonkers. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm trying to think of who it would even be. All right, here. More than 12 kids. I'll narrow it down. There's um, got to be some that are adopted. All right, here. Something. He's a rapper. And he has more than 12 kids. Equal to or greater than 12. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Like, future, I would think. I know Lil Wayne has a lot of kids, too. But I definitely well, he's don't. On the, he's on the list. I don't. I think he's got probably, like, five or six. But I don't know any, any rappers that have more than future. DMX. Oh, my God. Is the rapper. The number of kids is. Are you sitting down? <laughs> yeah. DMX has fathered fifteen kids. 
so much child support <laughs> that is so much child support that he is paying these people i didn't did he have a show oh god i don't want to mix him up with 15 the, I, I think i'm thinking of jaw rule not just to about reiterate 15 15 he's fought, so they're not all from the same person i don't know the answer to that oh okay when you said he fathered 15 i thought that meant like he had but that's I, why I was know, talking about child support um dennis rodman's father i think had 24 kids like dennis rodman has like 24 siblings or something like that that's too many it's crazy that's so much money so if they're not different baby mamas and maybe they're all the same baby mama i don't know the situation yeah i don't know either either he's paying a lot of money to these other women to support 15 children or he is how, how does he have any money well, he had a few good. He had a few big albums. Well, yeah, know. but with fifteen kids, that's pretty evenly dispersed. Yes, you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. All right, so Holy moly, that, that does it for celebrity. But I have some. Uh, oh, you know what? I wanted to do one more thing. Okay. I had this thought that I think will be an unpopular opinion. Oh, okay. but I believe this in my soul. Okay. And feel free I'm ready to, to hear it. Feel free to say I'm crazy. Okay. But there's somebody who's an actor. Okay. That I feel is. Not only is he underrated as an actor, okay. he may be, and I'll explain why, the greatest actor of all time. Ooh. Okay? Alrighty. Now, I'm not going to commit to he's the greatest actor of all time. But you're saying he's, he's up there. He's not opinion. even in the conversation okay. uh, on a worldly basis. Okay. When he should be. Yeah. I'm going to okay. tell you this name. I've, I've, I've hinted about this on the air before. Okay. But I'm doubling down. Uh, I'm, really, my, I'm really nervous. I hope I know who you're talking about. You don't, you know who this person is. I know is. who that, You'll okay. know who it okay, is. Okay, okay. Um, this person, I was going to tell you who it is. Okay. This person is Jim Carrey. Okay. And hang with me here. Okay. So Jim Carrey is extremely versatile. What do you think of anything of Jim Carrey? You I think, think he's of, great. I think he's phenomenal. You, what movie? Like Ace Ventura? Yeah, I would say more, more so for his comedy roles, but I've also Absolutely. seen him in like 23 and stuff like that let's, where he's much more serious. First of all, that movie's fantastic. It's a great movie. The Truman Show is one of my 20 favorite movies ever made. Okay, I don't think I've seen that one all the way through, but I know what you're talking that about. That one's so good in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And uh, the Andy Kaufman movie, Man on the Moon, is like he's, his one. performance is mind-blowingly good. Like like he he got all method on it and like became Andy Kaufman for that time where he was, yeah. where he was shooting and like, my God. But okay, so let's talk about people who are in that conversation. A lot of people would say Tom Cruise. Um, uh, we can take Tom Cruise, but I meant Tom Hanks. Okay. Um, and I do think that Forrest Gump is one of my favorite performances of an actor ever. Definitely. Definitely incredible. But here's the thing. Let's take some, let's take some Tom Hanks performances. Let's throw away Forrest Gump because that's, mm-hmm. I think, is on, in a special league. Yeah. But take Castaway, take Big... Take, uh, give me some of the Max movies. Oh, God, I don't even know. Okay, whatever. Jim Carrey. What was that one where he's in an astronaut suit? Apollo 13? Yeah, that one. <laughs> I've never he, seen any of them. Why do you say astronaut? He was an astronaut. <laughs> well, he's not really an astronaut. He's but just he in a suit. But in the movie, he was an astronaut. <laughs> All right, whatever. I need to see the certification, sir. So Jim Carrey, I think, could do a good job in that role. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, or literally any other human being, could not be Ace Ventura. Right. You're could absolutely not, correct. Could not be The Mask. You're, uh, you're right. Really probably couldn't be Lloyd Christmas in Dumb and Dumber. You're absolutely right. And so I think that you've got your, your, you reach a level of, I'll just say normal acting, like dramatic acting, mm-hmm, where yeah. you're good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're talking about Daniel Day-Lewis, whether you're talking about Tom Hanks, whether yeah. you're talking about Marlon Brando, Robert De Niro, uh, whoever your favorite actor is. Yeah. 
they're all in the same league of good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jim Carrey is in that league of good. Yeah. But then he can walk into this other realm mm-hmm. and blow people away. Right. He is the greatest physical comedian of all time. Yeah. I would say the second greatest is probably Will Ferrell. I was going to say he's probably up there for me too. And Will Ferrell couldn't be Ace Ventura. Yeah. Will Ferrell couldn't right. be yeah, the mask. You're, true. You're, you're right. So I just think that he's, while he does get a lot of love, mm-hmm. he's criminally underrated. Yeah. And now I'll let you respond. I would say that um, if you would ask Kent who my favorite actor is, he would say Jim Carrey. Really? Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> I know you said that the funniest movie was Dumb and Dumber. Which Literally, I, that's, that is, that's just the best movie of all time. Don't come for me. That's, it's just, it's, it's I, always good. So here's the title I've given it. It was the funniest movie of my childhood. Yeah. I feel like it's hard to compare modern comedies to comedies from my That's childhood. True. But I, I think if classic, I had to pick a, sure. a favorite comedy, it's probably Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And um, Will Ferrell's also really up there as well. But again, the thing about Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler is probably, those are probably like my top three. So Adam Sandler, I think is the great, comic actor but that's it he doesn't do the physical stuff will and jim do that stuff yeah that's true and adam sandler i feel like that's just how he is like i feel like if you met adam sandler in Mm -hmm. real life that's exactly who he is he does not he's barely acting yeah he doesn't change for a role i don't think necessarily i mean i don't know him personally well but and then on the same token will ferrell is oftentimes the same character in every movie true he's the funny guy where jim carrey it's like it's i feel like he's so versatile he's got this wide range that I mean, feel free to to put, tear me apart in the comments. Yeah. Jim Carrey might be the best actor of all time. I think that that is a supported argument right there. Okay. I didn't know I get... I'm going to delete your comment if you say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Don't delete it. I want That's the... the way to handle criticism, didn't you know? <laughs> that's what we were taught. <laughs> yeah. That's what... If someone disagrees, you delete you just it. Just delete their comment. Don't let them voice their opinion. What's nope. it matter? No, exactly. That's how we <laughs> handle things here in the town square. We have an open discussion. Yeah. I saw a <laughs> Netflix revealed their 10 most popular original movies. Ooh, I'm excited about these. I love Netflix. I know originals. you do. I, I love them. So here's the thing. I'm surprised. I know only a few of these. Okay. I've seen well, a handful of them. I probably know less than that. Cause I'm only watching like little baby bum all day. No, I think you, I think you okay. probably know more of these than okay. I do. I'm ready. You want to start at the top or the bottom? Do you want to start at 10 or one? Let's do 10. Like okay. the least popular. So the 10th, with 55 million views. Again, these are Netflix original movies. And this Netflix not- kills it. Mm-hmm. Although I think of them more for their series than for their movies Definitely personally. Definitely for their series. Yeah, you're right. A teen romantic comedy called The Perfect Date. Does that got Camila Mendez in it? Don't know. I think it does. Or it's got somebody from Riverdale in it. I feel like I've maybe watched it, but I don't think I have an opinion on it. Okay. Spanish horror movie The Platform had 56 million views. Never seen it. Do you, have you heard of it? I haven't even heard of it. No. Okay, this one I've seen. Uh, the Wrong Missy. It's a David Spade movie. For- I saw that on there just this past weekend whenever it, I was kind of deciding. Did you watch it? No, I it's didn't funny. watch it. Is it good? Yeah, okay. I, I actually recommend David it. David Spade's kind of like hit or miss for me. Sometimes I find him annoying, and sometimes I can watch him. I forget the actress's name. I believe she's from Big Bang Theory. Okay. Laura something, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Anyway. Um, it was funny. A lot of people are saying it's her breakout role. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so I'll you have to watch it for sure. And so here's the thing. I had like a Jesus relationship with her performance in the movie. She was so annoying in the movie, but then I realized like, oh my God, she's just really, that's what she's going. She's really just going for yeah. and nailing it. Yeah. Uh, and that, that revelation happened to me like three quarters of the way through the movie. We're like, oh, 
I'm supposed she's to be feeling act, this way. Yeah, she's literally acting the part. And it's, yeah. I think that she really did a good job. Oh my gosh, okay. Uh, watch it. Haven't seen this one. Okay. Don't know anything about this one. Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck. No, but Kent's for sure watched it. I can tell you by the name and the fact that Ben Affleck's in it. Okay. <laughs> I would have to ask him. <laughs> I saw this one, The okay. Irishman with Robert De Niro. I don't think I've watched that one either. That was really long, um, Sounds but like good. It would be. I love or- again. Kent would love it. I my my favorite like I love organized crime, love okay. mafia movies. Oh, is it like an organized crime movie? Okay, yes. then I would like it. It's it's. Uh, I don't really like shoot 'em up movies. Like look, I mean, you have you Western have Godfather and Scarface up here, right, right, and then you've got like uh, Goodfellas right up there too. It's not quite Uncut up there. Gems has got to be on the list, right? That's got Adam Sandler in it. Uncut Gems is not a Netflix original. Oh, is it not? That was in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, it was. A, I don't. I don't have cable, so I never know like what is yeah, coming no, that, to the big screen. That wasn't a Netflix <laughs> I just movie. See it. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of people talked about that though, and it is on Netflix. Number five, you probably saw this one: Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, The Murder Mystery. Yes, watch that. It was okay. I think it was all right too. Again, wasn't completely um, like blown away by it, but it was like a very typical Adam Sandler mm-hmm. movie. Like, yeah, kind of just like quirky and yeah. yeah I watched it that's where they're on the ship mm-hmm. yep. yep I saw it It was again, it. I would just say it was fine nothing you have to go see yeah. but uh, number four Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds I don't think I've seen that where, where are they hiding some of these movies I don't know but well you know what it's like by the names of them and the people that are in them I'm probably automatically turned off not that I'm not turned on by Ryan Reynolds because I for sure am I think but, he's very attractive but mm-hmm. just like the the type of movie it, it doesn't catch my attention right away Okay. It, they, they seem like kind of like shoot 'em up movies, like high speed chases and cars flipping over. Six and Underground sounds like that to you? Yeah. Hold on. Let me, I feel like that. I think of like when, if you had to ask me what's the movie Six Underground about, I was going to say the Chilean miners. Maybe. That got caught. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't think about that. Why would you think Six Underground is a shoot 'em up? I just like when I think like underground, I just think like, oh, like tunnels underground. I think like this type stuff. All right, hold on. Let me. Let me pull. I gotta know what this movie's about now. Give me a second. That makes sense now that you say it, though. I'll come. I'll come back to it or yeah. look it up on my phone or something. Yeah. Um. Number three. This is the last. One. Oh wait, no. All right. Let's keep going. Number three. Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg. No. Yeah, I don't know that one either. It's got. I, I feel like really dumb right now. That that's I what I'm seen saying. Any of these? Hold on. Six under again. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. The name of the movie doesn't seem like something I would click on, but Kent would 100% click on it. It actually, not that I'm not turned on by Mark Wahlberg, because again, (laughs) definitely turned on by Mark Wahlberg. It definitely looks like a shoot 'em up, Maddie. You're right. Is it a shoot 'em up? It kind of looks that way to me. It doesn't look like Chilean miners. Okay, it's a shoot 'em up. (laughs) It's so funny that like you're using that terminology now because it's just something I made up. Like I, like if Kent picks out the movie, I'm like. Is it a shoot 'em up? And he's like, it's not a shoot 'em up. <laughs> it's just like what we say at our house. <laughs> so number two, if you asked me to guess what the number one movie was, I would say this movie. What do you think the number one movie? Oh, geez. Netflix original? Netflix original. Oh, uh, what, what was that teen movie that everyone went crazy over that had the really cute guy in it and, the, and then like um, the little Asian girl? Oh, is that Kissing um, Booth? No, but that was a cute one too. Or um, um, PS. No, I know you're. T- I know exactly. Um, what, there's a sequel coming out. Yeah, in a second. yeah, yeah. Um, what is it's it? All the boys I've loved before. Yes, yes. I, I watched didn't watch it a couple that. times. It was so cute. It's not cute. on the list. Oh, it's not on the list there's at still all. Still two on there. That had so much hype. I have no idea. I would have guessed the number one was Bird Box. Oh my god, I forgot all about. Bird but Box. that's number two. I forgot all about Bird Box. Yeah. 
It's been a minute since Bird Box. I never came watched out. it. It's still number two. Number I never two. watched it either, just because everyone hyped it up so much. I was like, I'm not watching it because you guys hyped it up. So number much. one, I don't even know. Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. What's that? Listen, Chris Hemsworth again. I, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. But how did we not hear about these movies? Because they're shoot 'em ups. And Netflix. All of them. Netflix advertises the crap out of their movies. Right. Yeah. But it's also like an algorithm too. So like these kind of movies probably wouldn't pop up on my suggested movies on Netflix because I don't watch anything related to that. But on Kins, they probably would. I want to circle back also while we're talking about Netflix to um, Unsolved Mysteries for just a second. Because we had to talk about this yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So they- Forgot. So the one that we didn't talk about, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but the guy who- Alonzo. Alonzo Brooks. Yep. uh, Went to a party- Out in the country. Disappeared. Dis- well, no, it didn't disappear. Well, we, for a period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, went missing, and then they eventually found his body like a month later. I want to say this is episode four. Yeah. Of the series, if you guys watch this again, just kind of like Ray Rivera that we talked about last episode. What happened to the guy? Okay, so I have a theory. Okay, and I'll tell you if you want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay, so my theory is. That he went to the party. Little backstory. He goes to this party with his friends. His friends leave him there. Yeah, this is. we'll just do this for a minute. For the yeah. people who saw the episode, you know right. who we're talking about. Went yeah. to the party. His friends left him there. Apparently, there was probably a lot of racist people at this party. Right. It was uh, back in was, the day. It's like 20 years ago. Or he something. was. I believe it was a black guy, right? Yeah, he's a black guy. Um, or I think maybe black and Spanish. Yeah, black and Mexican, I believe, or something like so that. Something like that, yeah. And just maybe not in the right part of town for him. Yeah, and there were some racial slurs apparently thrown at him throughout the party, too. Everybody had been drinking, obviously. I think that he was, I think that he was kidnapped that day. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, um, when the search party started happening and he real, they realized the kid, the kids realized that people cared about this guy and, uh, were in trouble. We're in over our heads. Mm -hmm. I think at that point they killed him and I think they moved his body to where they found it. Right. Right after they killed him. Yeah. Because so they, the police did their own search party for like a month. Mm Mm-hmm. Or something then, like that. I yeah, don't remember the exact. Then his family was like, let us search. Mm-hmm. Found his body within 30 minutes of their search a month later. And but It they, was not hardly decomposed at all. And But they, they talked to like a professional, like, I want to say they were like a dive crew, even though it was a short little creek. It was a mm-hmm. shallow creek. Mm-hmm. But they're like, there's no way this body right. was here when we were out here. Right. There's no way. But then the family's like, yeah. you guys don't care about him because he's black and they might right. be right. So I yeah. don't know. But I think that the divers were telling the truth mm-hmm. because the body was not in the shape of a body that had been dead a for, a month. for a month. Yeah. With, with wildlife around it right. and yeah it just didn't it didn't add up that's the part that doesn't add up for me so that's why i think that he was killed recently before that mm-hmm. and then moved there okay in my opinion yeah but you had a different theory i did so i think that he got into a tussle with the guys at the party i think maybe they took it outside it was you know two against one five against one whatever a bunch of redneck racists started beating up this black dude and then i think he started running to try to get away. Mind you, everyone's hammered. Like everyone's drunk. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have the best because he like lost his shoes along the way. And when his family came back to the house a couple days later to be like, hey, have you seen him? Like they found like one shoe here, one shoe here. I think he was kind of erratically all over the place trying to avoid this group of people who could have been hunting him down in a car, whatever. I think he was trying to get away from them. And I think he ran down to that creek to take cover. And I think he either drowned from just being drunk, scared, exhausted, whatever. Um, or I think they hunted him down there and killed him. 
the only hole in that theory is the condition of his body. Yeah. And the fact that it wasn't badly decomposed. That's the hole in the story that I just don't know how to explain. No, I, I think he was chained to a radiator in somebody's basement. You think? And uh, I think well, that he the, was. Well, the only thing about that is like when they found him, they didn't say like that he was malnourished or, you know what I mean? Like, and so I, I would say he was malnourished. Yeah. I, I mean, I would just think like you're holding someone captive. I don't know. Are you like, I think it started as them every day or whatever. I think it started as not a plot to murder somebody. I just think it started as, you know, an evil thing that they weren't ready to murder somebody for. Right. And yeah, I think that's why his body was in the shape that it was when it was okay. found. Fair you guys enough. gotta watch Unsolved Mysteries. It's the best. It's, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. So uh and then I saw so I've been going back and watching old episodes like from the eighties mm-hmm. of Unsolved Mysteries, which by the way, they hold up. Yeah, you told um, me. And then I love because they also cut back in and say updates on this. Yeah. So this story I saw could fit perfectly into one of those old episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. Uh Uh-oh. Because there's a jewelry store owner who's burying his entire inventory around Michigan and is selling tickets to a treasure hunt to find it. Oh, my gosh. So he's got, like, different stashes that are all valued at about $4,000 in gold, jewelry, diamonds, whatever. Oh, geez, Louise. And he's giving out clues to people. Where it's at. The treasure hunt starts on August 1st, and he's buried them all around Michigan. Oh, I'm going to go to Michigan. So, But there's some cool like treasure hunt ones on the old episodes, yeah. like people looking for buried treasure and stuff. So yeah. uh, I just thought that was kind of cool. That's something neat. To, to, uh, to talk about. I want to dig up some treasure. That sounds so much fun. It does sound, I love stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it that does sound like fun. sounds like so much fun. All right, so I've got another section of stuff to talk about here while okay. we still have time. Um, the social media, I saw a story. It's a social media section, by the way. So a few stories that reminded me of you. For one, I know you're the queen of TikTok. You got like 2 million (laughs) views on one. Yeah. Since it's becoming so popular, I saw that Instagram is trying to rip it off. Did you hear about Reels? Uh, Oh, no. So I guess Reels is going to be uh, something Instagram is going to launch uh, sometime in August to compete with TikTok. What what is it going to be? How is it going to be like TikTok? Here's what I think. You remember how when Snapchat became popular, uh, Facebook added their stories? Right, right, yeah. Which to me is like not a thing. Right, no. Um, I think it's going to be something along those lines that you'll be able to use through Instagram as like a TikTok. Okay. So I don't do TikTok. I don't do Instagram. I I mean, I I got TikTok famous for a minute and then I just gave it up. Now, I mean, I watch them. But yeah. I don't like really make them anymore. I, I don't care about them. My favorite one I've ever seen is the one you made. <laughs> well, it was 2.2 million other people's favorite as well. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Um, I saw that um, teenagers are dressing up like grandmoms, grandmas to use. Uh, <laughs> oh, to get liquor. I've seen this. How? This is Can such I a- just. I'm with you. Never thought of it as a kid. Well, I mean, I had Shelly that just bought all my So liquor, because but. people have to wear face masks in public. Yeah, they're teens, really capitalizing on it. Teens are capitalizing on it by dressing up as grandmothers in face masks. They're spray painting their hair gray. They're like stuffing their shirts and stuff to make them look all old and frumpy. Yeah. And they're going in and they're getting away with buying alcohol. And it's, I just feel like it's something you would have done. 110% yeah. pissed that I didn't think of it. <laughs> Well, you couldn't have gotten away with it when you were a teen. Yeah, that's true. Because there was like, why is this girl wearing a face mask? Yeah, you like, can't don't worry, in, in 10 years, you'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really protective about COVID. Yeah, really protective. Um, and and then, I had a Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> I saw there's a woman on Etsy who's making bank. What's she doing? She's selling masks with anti-mask messages on them. So for people who are begrudgingly wearing masks, you can buy a mask that says, this mask is useless. Oh. My governor is an idiot. 
Ooh. You can get on your mask, which, by the way, I don't agree with these things. Right, yeah, we're just saying. And it also led me to think that, so I'm realizing, especially in 2020, whether you're talking about the conspiracy theorists, whether you're talking about the anti-maskers, yeah. whether you're talking about the, the pro-Trumpers, mm-hmm. I've been judging a lot of my social media. I love unfriending people. I'm not unfriending. I am. I'm unfollowing and I'm judging. And I'm talking about, like, people in my family. Yeah. I'm talking about uh, people oh, I know in real life. Family don't care. Like, there's people who are knee-deep in conspiracy theories that are, re- they're, they're, they're idiots. Oh, my gosh. Like, listen, I, I love reading about a good conspiracy theory. Don't yes. get me wrong. Never buy into it because I'm just like, no, Beyonce is not part of the Illuminati. And if she is, it's not the Illuminati you think it is. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. get real. Like, you know, call me ignorant or whatever. I don't think, like, the country stage 9-11. Like, you know, like. Yeah. Shut up. Like, I'm with you. Like, it just, to me, it's just ridiculous that, and listen, I think that there's things the government's hiding from us. I think there are well, government conspiracy theories. You know what I mean? I Absolutely. Totally. But if we're aware of it, that means we just made it up. But like, I'll see people <laughs> who are otherwise very intelligent share I know. stats that are just like and obscenely I'm just like, stupid. And they believe it because they see it in words on the TV, on the computer screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking, like I said, it goes into like, even like my family, people I have a lot of love and respect for, mm-hmm. I've judged as being very idiotic. Right. I know. I, like you said, like I'll see people on my Facebook that are so smart, like with degrees and really good jobs. And then they're like, did you know the government stage 9-11? And I'm like, <laughs> like, I used to like you. Like, Come on. Like the- Angie. I saw like, one, the best one I've probably seen, and you have to see it, to like how this is all a satanic thing. And this is, I'm telling you, the person sharing this is feeling this in her soul. Yeah, right. How, they all are. It's yeah, six they're feet, so passionate. You've got to stay six feet in front behind the side because 666 is the number of the beast. Oh and God. like it forms a pentagram. And I'm telling you, Maddie, it was oh. delicious. And. <laughs> And the thing is, I never engaged with these people, right? I, I never. Either. People do. I will always read the comments because mm-hmm. someone's on there like, you're an effing idiot. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, I like that. Like, I like that someone said it. Yes. But, and like I said, there's probably conspiracy theories out there that are true. Like, there's probably, there's things that the government's hiding from us, no doubt. But like, we're not walking six feet away from people because Satan told us to. Or because the government and Satan are buds. Yeah. And they're right. like, like, you do you genuinely think that? Yes. And I just it blows my mind that you really think that. Well, like a lot of people think that like four years ago, it's like the misinformation that got our president elected. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm telling you, it's these boomer generation of people who just see something and share it. Yeah. They well, don't care about that validity. They just see it, share it. Yeah. And I did my part. So well, I also saw this thing that's just funny, like a funny side note about COVID was like, oh, nobody, Midwesterners. I think I had it back in December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot. Well, it was around back then. I think everyone thinks that. The, the, right. That, but everyone swears that like their like winter cold was like COVID related. Yes. And, and it's like, like literally the meme just said, nobody, Midwesterners. I had COVID back in January. <laughs> I've seen several people who, I mean, yeah. it's possible. It but is possible, but it's so funny because like just to label like Midwesterners just to be like that. Yeah, for like, sure. You're right. Um, and then I also want to talk to you about, oh yeah, um, the next category is fast food. I've got some fast food news for you before we get out of I'm here. I'm so hungry. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Sure, no problem. <laughs> um, so first let's start with, I saw 
uh, I wanted to. Oh yeah, you're a big Taco Bell fan, right? I love tacos, see Mexican, all of it. Slaughtering their menu. You see, it's getting slaughtered. I didn't read it because I think that it's disrespectful for them to do that. So I didn't read the the. I didn't want to get my feelings hurt. Do you want to hear the items that are going? I guess now I don't have a choice. You have a choice. <laughs> if, if it's going to hurt you, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm ready. I'm emotionally numb at this point. What's the favorite thing you love? Is it the, the cheesy gordita crunch? crunch? That's your go-to. Is it on the list? Let's save it. Let's wait. Oh man. First up on the chopping block, seven-layer burrito. I don't even know what that is, but I would probably order it drunk. It's good. 110%. Um, you get a lot for, I, th- I think it's only like a buck, too. Oh, you get, there's like even seven better. things in there. Listen, I'm saying I don't recall it. Drunk Maddie's ordered it. The, pota- the one that people have been grieving the most is the potato bites. <gasps> no. Yeah, I know. That's disrespectful. I know. It's awful. Loaded grillers. I don't know what that is. But it sounds like it has steak on it. This which is the bleh. one. This is the one that I don't care about too. Okay. Um, Quesaritos are going away. I don't know what those are Me either. either. I'm, I'm is really, it, do we still have Baja Blast? So far, so good. I don't see anything else going. <laughs> Close away. call. And then, so I saw this list that I didn't think would be interesting, but then I read it and I was like, oh wow, this is kind of cool. Okay. The potato bites, Taco Bell. I've wh- I've wheedled it down, so we'll go through it. We'll go through it quickly. Disrespectful. Um, it's like 21 sad. ways that the restaurant industry might change forever because of COVID. Oh, okay. So check this out. Yeah. So it's getting away, giving away potato bites. Well, they're making smaller. Rude. The menu's getting smaller. Yeah. Um, less people will be going to restaurants. Yeah. Um, there'll be no more pick up food here lines. Like, you know how there's like a line to order in and yeah, then another yeah. line to like pick up food. They're saying, forget those. Okay. You're going to see, you're going to start seeing different table arrangements to accommodate social distancing. Yeah, I already see that. You're going to start seeing reusable menus. I've seen that too. I've seen that. Um, where instead of like the, the menu in like the nice sleeve, yeah. they just hand you a disposable paper menu. Right, yeah. Or like a laminated one that they spray off right after they take it away. You're not going to see unwrapped straws anymore. Or really. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, well, I'll get to keep That's a good on. idea anyway. I told you last week about the salad bars. Say goodbye to those. They're not going to be around much longer, I don't think. Still really holding on hope to the salad claw machine though. Uh, well, <laughs> something along those lines you can yeah. probably expect. Uh, don't expect to see pre-cut lemons and lime anymore. Like, you know, and you get water or you, diet soda. Or you get, tequila shot. Well, you might see those. <laughs> uh, this was the one I'm most sad about. Okay. Self-service soda fountains. For some reason, oh. those are going away. Even gas stations now I'm seeing like you can't. You know, this, this has gotten worse since we started this conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but they say even if you're at like a diner or something, they're not going to refill your cup there. They're going to just they're going to take it back and give you a new cup for whatever reason. Okay, I'm not really sure why. I love those Coca Cola machines where you can make cherry sprite if you want cherry spider grapes. Right, those, those are, are awesome. The, best. the freestyle machines. Yes. Uh, don't expect to. They say it in time. Don't expect to see condiments on the table anymore. This is getting ketchup, this. salt, pepper, all, all that like stuff. Little packages. You have to request it or whatever. Wow. Um, you're not going to see staff not wearing masks. Uh, you're not going to see sauce dispensers anymore. Uh, we, I like ordered the pumps, like the ketchup pumps, or yeah, barbecue like sauce? Um, or when you go to Arby's or whatever, and you can pump out your sauce or whatever uh. you want to do. Yeah, forget the pumps. Um, the play areas in like oh yeah McDonald's that makes sense. Napkin dispensers on the tables. Goodbye. Uh, getting your food on a tray, just like so. Like say you're going to like I don't know KFC or whatever, right? And you, they give you your food like on a tray right there. No more trays. It's going to come in a bag. Okay. Um, 
in fact, to-go bags. They're going to seal them up for you, like probably even staple them in the back for whatever reason. Don't ask me why. I've seen that already on some bags, um, like Taco Bell and stuff. They'll put like a sticker on it and seal it. So, you know, if you go into like a nice restaurant, there's like the table is usually set already. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see preset tables anymore. Wow. I guess you can get, you know, like. The, right, yeah. You're all little ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone walks by and like touches your napkin or something. I get it. In yeah. fact, silverware in general, they say it's going to start being like individually wrapped plasticware. Oh, that kind of makes me sad for the environment. A little bit? Yeah. Um, for some reason, oh, yeah. So all-day breakfast, they say, is going to be a casualty Now I've this. had it. <laughs> is that the one that's... Now I've had it. Why not? Apparently, the breakfast has been getting hit the worst because of people not commuting anymore in the morning. Oh, yeah. Like, breakfast has been dying. Like, the rest of the day is okay, oh, but I've breakfast never turned down dying. a waffle or a McGriddle. Why well, notice uh, McDonald's got rid of all their bagels. Really? I'm so sad about it. I went to get two That is really day. sad. Bagels yeah. are the superior bun. 100%. 110%. And they still sell the McGriddles. Don't give me that little crumbly shit. <laughs> give me you. a bagel or get out. That's what I want, too. I'm with There's you. There's two things I can get out. Woodson from my wedding and a bagel. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> or, Woodson, or not a Take not your a bagel. bagels and GTFO. <laughs> and then uh, paying with cash. It might be a thing of the I past, I did too. see that. People are really upset about not paying with cash. It doesn't bother me because I literally never have cash on me, yeah. ever. So it doesn't bother me that much. But but they're saying a lot of times in restaurants, they'll just use an app to pay. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, I think like they mean like the restaurant Like at Olive Garden, when they have that little machine on the wall and you can just pay right there and leave whenever I don't you think, want. If the condiments are, aren't yeah, going to be allowed, I don't true. see those little machines being allowed anymore. Everyone's going to have to go to those debit cards that you just like scan and don't touch anything with. You know what I'm saying? Like Apple um, Pay or whatever, like on your phone or something. One in 10 couples believe that eating fast food without your partner is as bad as cheating. Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't really, think so either. I don't really eat fast food anyway, but I like if Ken's traveling for work or he has to take a quick lunch, he, he'll usually do it. But let me ask you this, because I've got a weird, like there's one thing. If you thing, go to Culver's, that's disrespectful. Okay, so that's, that's betrayal. <laughs> I have like my, or G.D. Ritzy's. Like, if I know that you went to G.D. Ritzy's and didn't bring me home shoestring fries, I'm filing. So it's not fast food for us, but there is a thing in our relationship that would feel like betrayal if we did it. Los Bravos without each other? It's not Los Bravos either. (laughs) It's got to be up there. Um, So, okay. If there is a show that we watch together. Yeah. We watch it together. That's cheating. I agree. That's cheating. That's cheating. I do it all the time. That's that's cheating. (laughs) I would never do that to my wife. No, this is what happens. It's like Ken's never home and he knows I'm home all the time. And so like if we start a show together and like I get really into it, which doesn't happen that often, but sometimes I do get really into a show that he suggests. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I just start it and then he'll come home and he'll be like, wow, you finished the whole season today. And I'm like, yeah, well, you shouldn't have introduced me to it. (laughs) And then he'll literally just be like, well, what happens? And I'll just explain it to him. Oh, yeah. See, listen. I know. No, I, but here's the thing. If I started with Brittany, I can't enjoy it without Brittany. Yeah. Um, it's pretty rare. The only thing I can think of that I finished like that was Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like she was in the first like season and a half. Yeah. This randomly said, I want to. Oh, and Ozark, too. Yeah. And you know what? I think she it gave is, up on Ozark. It, it broke my heart. I was so sad. How do you give up on Ozark? I don't know. And the, thir- the season that just launched was so good. I she haven't got, finished it yet. It's great. I haven't finished it yet. I'll just say she bailed. I really have to sit down and pay attention to Ozark. And I've got to really give it my all. And I haven't done that yet. I've only seen the first couple episodes. And I think part of the problem is, is that I think that she liked it, even though she says that she didn't. Mm -hmm. I just think she didn't like it as much as me. And I think that that was bothering her. Yeah. But it made me so sad. I don't know why she bailed on it. Yeah, that is really sad for me. 
um, there was that. Is there anything else? I can't think of anything else, but like that would feel like cheating. Yeah. Can you think of anything? Los Bravos without me. <laughs> you mentioned that. Okay. Yeah, that's cheating. That'll get you divorced. Oh, going back to the COVID thing real fast. Uh-huh. A lot of experts saying Black Friday might not even happen this year. And Ooh, that makes sense. For the first time in decades, Walmart announced that stores will not be open. Will not. Will not. No. <laughs> Walmart announced that stores will not be open on Thanksgiving. It's the first time in literally decades. That Walmart's not going to be open on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well, that's Black Friday, right? It's all the same, right? Well, yeah, I, yeah. I consider Black Friday. Well, yeah, the, the next Friday day is Black Friday, but it right. starts like Thursday but night they usually. Use, yeah, it keeps creeping up, getting yeah. quicker and quicker. Um, I don't think that people should be working on Thanksgiving anyway, so I think that that's okay. I'm not that de- like dead set on getting a TV that I think all these poor people should be working when they could be with their family. Well, what about unless you work at Los Bravos, well, and I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I'm gonna be there on Christmas. I'm gonna be there on New Year's. Have you ever <laughs> gone to Los Bravos on Christmas or Thanksgiving? That doesn't seem like something you would do. Uh, no, not on Christmas or Thanksgiving, but like birthdays, definitely. Valentine's Days, definitely. Stuff like that. One last question before we wrap up. All right. I saw this topic and I was like, boy, I'm interested in Maggie's opinion on this. Okay. If you had a time machine, mm-hmm. would you visit the future or the past? The future. Okay. I want to see how long this shit's going to last. 35% of people said they'd go to the future, so 65 would Only go to the Only 35% said they'd go to the future? Mm-hmm. I'm really disappointed. So I feel like my gut instinct is past. So here's the thing. Why do you want to go there? You've been there. Okay. You've already been there. I liked the past. Okay. That was that was one thing. I know, like I I know I would know where to go. I would yeah. like that. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, okay, you know, it'd probably be smarter for me to say the future. Yeah. Because then I can go and get like all the stock tips. What yeah. company's going to be? You know, like I can make money off of this. Right. Do I need to invest in like face masks? But stocks? if I go to the past, I can do that too. If I go to the past, I could tell Rob, like, invest in Apple. Okay, when you go to the past, do you come back to the present? I mean, that's my interpretation. Like, do you Doesn't... just take, like, a couple days in the past and you can come back? I don't know. I mean, but I how just... does that benefit you to, in today? If I tell young Rob to invest in Apple. Well, then you wouldn't be coming back to this current present. It'd be a whole new present, which would basically be the future. <laughs> It'd be a whole new present. Because because you you screwed it up. It's the butterfly effect. You screwed it all up in the past, so you wouldn't come back to your present right now. Hey, I'm not screwing anything up. I'm going to the past to make it better. Yeah, but how do you know it's going to be better? What if you come to the present after being in the past and you screwed it up, and now you're like this like millionaire, which is cool, but like everything else sucks. Which let's be honest, if you're a millionaire, nothing sucks. But I would find a way to make it <laughs> suck. <laughs> I would rather go to the future, and. Not that I want to ruin anything. I'm trying to know exactly when I'm going to get divorced. I'm trying so to know how Jerry. long. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm trying to know how long COVID's going to last. And I just feel that's like what, I wouldn't. That one. Those are the be, two big things. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> even know what I want to know. Like, okay. I just want to see what the world's like in the future. Like my gut instinct is like I want to know how I die, but yeah. you can't. You wouldn't. Your brain wouldn't be able to process that. Right. No, I don't want to know how I'm going to die. I know. I want to know, but I don't want to know. Yeah. Do you know that like every day we're just like a number that's ticking down and we have no idea how many numbers are left? I do know that. Terrifying. I think about it all the time. I hate the thought of dying. What if you go to, what if you go to the future and you're just not there? (laughs) It's hell. hell. Who is in my wife's bed? Like, who is that? 
No, it's just me. I, I only I went 17 up. months into the future. I'm I just, in 2021. I just wake up and I'm like, hey, Satan. Well, <laughs> this makes sense. I'm burning in hell for eternity. This episode of the Ross Podcast with Maddie West was brought to you by Gold Tree Realty. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, you definitely want to talk to our friends at Gold Tree Realty. With Gold Tree Realty, you'll be dealing with experienced real estate agents and investors. They can handle sellers in any condition. So if your property is ready to go with no repairs needed, or if it needs a little TLC, Gold Tree Realty can get you that sold sign on your lawn, sometimes even as fast uh, in 72 hours uh, with a cash offer. So if you're uh, looking to buy your dream home, Gold Tree Realty specializes in uh, finding buyers their dream home. Give Andrew, Jason, or any of the experienced and knowledgeable members of the Gold Tree Realty team a chance to help you buy or sell your next home in the Evansville area. Call 812-432-2556 or like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gold Tree Realty. Once again, that's Gold Tree Realty, 812-432-2556. 556. And once again, Maddie, yep. I want to thank Emporium Hair Salon oh, yeah. for being a part of the show. Now under new ownership, Emporium is a full service hair salon offering cuts, color, extensions, barbering, facial waxing, as well as bridal and special occasion hair. They also uh, offer Redken and Moroccan oil. They're a retailer for those. Uh, so you should always uh, shop local for those things. Emporium also offers Cura Therapy smoothing systems with almost 4,000 square feet. There's plenty of room for social distancing with at least six feet in between all stations. They have 18 stylists right now and have booth rental space available. So if you're ready to look and feel your best, check out Emporium Hair Salon on Evansville's East Side, 4913 Theater Drive. Call them at 812-401-1941. And as a special offer for listeners of the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, if you mention you heard it here, they'll give you 10% off your first service. That's Emporium Hair Salon. Schedule your first appointment at 812-401-1941 and get 10% off. And as always, if you'd like to advertise on the Rob's Podcast with Maddie West, please email the Rob's Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here, Maddie? Thanks, everybody, for the continued support. Yes, I look forward to doing this every week. You want guys to give, make it worth it? I want to make sure. Uh, I want to thank Tony Tripp again for all the graphics on the show. Yeah, dude, he's incredible. Yeah, I love. He's an incredible artist. We're friends now on Facebook. Are you? Yeah, and I'm always like blown away by his talent. It's awesome. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's the best at what he does, and I just want to give yeah. him a shout out for absolutely. He's he's a guy who on like the low like really helped inspire me to get this going. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you were a huge driving force in that too. Like you were always kind of pushing me there, but Tripp's because yeah. Tripp's a guy who plays by his own rules too, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're doing here. Yeah. Like. You know, we're kind of bucking the system and yeah. we're taking our radio show underground, essentially. Yeah, I love and it. And I've been loving it's the a, feedback. It's a shoot 'em up radio show. <laughs> we're underground six. <laughs> shoot 'em up radio. Maddie, thank you so much. We'll be back next week with the Ross Podcast with Maddie West.